Is that the same robe you got me? Kelly, oh Kelly. Oh my god. You're listening to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Hey you guys, I'm Kim, your host of the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. In today's episode, we will be talking all about uh, transforming yourself from a saddy baddie back into the bad bitch that you are meant to be. Uh, Before we jump into that, I do want to say thank you again to everybody who has rated me five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And thank you so much for giving me those thumbs ups and hitting that subscribe button on YouTube. It means so much. Like I know it only takes like a second and that might not seem like a big deal to you or maybe you think like I get all the likes and ratings anyways. That's not true. Uh, I humble myself uh, with my lack of uh, reviews and I would really appreciate any additional help. Thank you to all the OGs who already have. You guys are the best. I love you. Uh, Per usual, we are going to get started before we jump into the main topic of this episode. We will get started with highlights and lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. I've had a few exciting things happen in the past week and one thing that I cannot wait for this week. So in the past week, one of my main highlights was going back to yoga. I finally did it. Uh, If you have been listening for a while now, you know that at the beginning of the new year, I started doing yoga to help with my mental health and calm me down and just like, it was kind of a new year's goal for me to start implementing yoga back into my life. I used to do it years ago and so it was a goal. So I started doing it religiously and with my new move, quitting my job, like all this other stuff I've been dealing with, it just became not that big of a priority for me and I have been like, I don't know, like scared, <laughs> scared of doing yoga again. Is that weird? I think like once you're used to doing uh, anything, any activity, and then you stop doing it, it is intimidating to jump back in. So this past week, I went and did a very casual, relaxing, but also intense. This it was still a heated class and it was a little fast paced. Uh, I did a candlelight yoga class. So what that is, uh, it's at night. So the class was at 9 p.m. It was pretty empty. I would say there was probably, I don't know, maybe like 15 of us total in the class. My sister went with me. They have all of our mats lined up. And then between um, all of our mats, they put little candles. So I think they're just (laughs) the light up ones because I don't want a fire hazard. But they put up the candles out, all the lights are off. And this studio is really cool because the ceiling uh, lights up like the night sky. And it's just like a really cool experience. I enjoyed it. Uh, It was very relaxing. Again, it was very hard. I forgot to bring a towel and I'm literally sweating so much. I'm like sliding all over the place. Uh, But it was a highlight for me. So I'm just proud of myself that I went. Uh, I was intimidated. I am still kind of sore to be honest and that i wasn't also able to do a lot of the moves that i could do 
a few months ago when I was really active actively doing yoga so it is crazy how much your body can change in such a short period of time but I'm excited to get back into it and make this a priority for me again uh, that kind of shifts into this week uh, I'm gonna be going again I think I'm going to a class on Thursday a morning class and the reason I'm going of course because I need to because it's good for me but I'm going because Danielle Remember, I have two friends, Danielle, one that lives here and one that's my friend from my childhood. So my childhood best friend, Danielle, is coming to Austin again, and I am so excited. I was actually pretty surprised. Like, she mentioned wanting to come visit, and then, like, within a day or two, I was like, okay, cool, how about these flights? And, like, love that for her because I feel like usually we put a lot of thought into, like, planning trips, and it felt nice that she was just like, yeah, let's do it. I'm coming. So she gets here on Wednesday and then she's staying just until Saturday. And it's really nice because I'm not working uh, a normal job anymore. So now I am able to entertain guests during the week and she's a school psychologist. So she doesn't work during the week at all uh, during summer. So I'm really excited for that. Uh, I will recap that trip and on next week's episode let you guys know how that our time went i will say i'm a little nervous because uh danielle if you're listening you already know this um but danielle went on a cruise last week to mexico i think she got back a few days ago and she told me that she's sick and so i'm like oh god please don't cancel i need to see you i miss you so much so I'm really hoping she doesn't cancel. Hopefully she's better in time for her travels here. If not, of course, like health is a priority, but really hoping, Danielle, if you're listening, I hope you are okay and you are able to come see me tomorrow because this episode will air on Tuesday. Uh, but really excited for that. I have a lot of fun things planned for when she's here. If you are anything like me, you are like a really big itinerary person and I already sent her her color-coded itinerary of what we have planned and I can't wait. I'm really excited. My last highlight is like a really random one that I wasn't even trying for, uh, but I am officially an elite, a Yelp elite member, if that's the word for it. I think, I think it's elite member. So random. I've been Yelping for years just for fun. Okay, and then I actually had a Yelp Instagram partnership completely unrelated to anything related to a two elite membership, but had an Instagram partnership to promote the top 100 places in Texas to eat. And then that kind of like encouraged me to start Yelping and leaving reviews more and more often. So I have, and then that got noticed by the community manager in Austin and they reached out and I'm a Yelp elite member so super random but kind of cool right i think it's cool uh, as for low lights uh okay so i have two low lights and the first one so my friend danielle that lives here in austin she her and i send each other like random articles and stuff and i was venting to her because i have been getting like a lot of mean comments and messages lately and i will say like i feel pretty blessed in the sense that 
for the most part with reality TV and with like everything, you know, my life being aired out for the world to see, I have only really gotten for the most part supportive and nice messages. Of course, I've gotten like comments about my weight or my body or like people calling me dumb, you know, because I don't see the red flags in my ex and stuff like that. But for the most part, everything's been pretty positive. And uh, lately, I've been getting some like haters, like hating on me. And whether that's about like what I'm wearing or like how I talk or decisions I've made or things I post, like just the randomest stuff, I've been getting these haters. Uh, oh, I did write a note. I wanted to read you guys one of the messages, but my phone's recording, so I can't. But people are just like being mean. And so I was venting to Danielle about how mean people have been lately. And she sent me an article that says that like with, it's like scientifically proven that people are more irritable and angry like overall because the weather's getting warmer. And that totally makes sense because even me, like I'm recording this episode right now and I would much rather like, I love you guys, but I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> I just want to, like, chill. I My patience has been, like, so thin. I also start my period next week, so that's probably more so it. Uh, but I totally get it. Like, people do get more irritable when the sun's out. Like, when it's starting to get hot, your body is adjusting to these new temperatures. And I am just going to stick with that. People are being mean to me because of the sun nothing to do with me. I will not claim that negative energy. I did nothing wrong. Okay. Uh, my next low light, uh, this is a more serious thing. Uh, if you guys are religious, if you're not, uh, if you're religious prayers, if you're not thoughts, but my mom has been hospitalized and I'm not going to get emotional about it. Cause I've already like been emotional about it. But as you guys know, she's battling cancer and this past week, she started feeling, basically her cancer makes her bones, like the easiest way to explain it, her bones look like Swiss cheese. Like she has holes in all of her bones. And lately, uh, like this past week, her hip bones started hurting like really, really bad. Her hips started hurting and she wasn't able to walk. So she had to go to the ER. And that was really scary for us. And now they've decided to keep her. So they're keeping her in the hospital. They're trying to figure out like what the best uh, game plan is for her. And there's just like a lot up in the air right now that we don't know. She also is like on a lot of medication right now. So I've been trying to like text and call her and she hasn't been as quick to respond uh, as normal. Completely understandable, but I'm just like, a nervous Nelly and so uh just like keep her in your thoughts or and or prayers if you can uh and if you feel inclined like you can learn more about my mom and her cancer in one of my other podcast episodes I did a Q&A with her and she did so good uh so mom if you're listening I love you thinking about you text me back okay um yeah definitely a low light for sure family is so important and I have a very small family. It's my mom, my sister, 
you know, my cousin that I'm close with. And then I have a lot of extended family in Holland. That's like where our family's originally from. But that's pretty much it. Like my friends are my family, of course, but uh, we have a very small family. So yes, keep burning your thoughts and prayers. Uh, but let's shift on into pop culture and current faves. Oh my God, I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks, just bought it. I see it, I like it, I want it, I got it. Starting off with pop culture, uh, two kind of big things in my opinion happened in this past week with pop culture. Starting off number one is Justin Bieber. Um, oh my God, I'm not gonna lie, full transparency, I am not a huge Justin Bieber fan. Like, I think he comes up with really good music, but I was never like a believer. And <laughs> like, I never went to his concerts. I never like fangirled over him. I never thought he was cute growing up. It's interesting. It's like now I'm like, dang, he's really hot. But I never like had that attraction that most girls my age did growing up. Uh, and so again, wasn't a big super fan. That said, it's still like so heartbreaking uh what's happened to him recently if you haven't heard he was recently um his face is partially paralyzed uh due to something called ramsey hunt syndrome okay so like the cause right now is unknown they're saying it could be stress it could be like i have like my own ideas of what it could be you just you don't know and if they do know they haven't told us yet so i am just praying that he has a quick recovery and it's so sad because his wife Haley just went through something medical as well and it's kind of like fishy like what's going on uh but that is super sad so thinking of you Justin Bieber uh we love you and his tour like was put on pause too so I do feel really bad for everybody who also was so excited for his concert but there's nothing you can do and just pray for a quick recovery for him uh, the second hot piece of celeb pop culture gossip has to do with my homegirl, Rebel Wilson. Uh, guys, I feel so bad for Rebel Wilson. Like, she is, has done nothing wrong to us. Like, she's a queen. And I just talked about her movie Senior Year on Netflix that came out a few weeks ago. I talked about it on my podcast. Loved it. Cheesy, cute. I loved it. Adorable. But recently, a gossip columnist gave Rebel Wilson a deadline to come out about her new relationship with girlfriend Ramona Arguma, Arguma. And the columnist has since apologized, but basically what happened is that this columnist caught wind that Rebel Wilson might be bisexual or lesbian. I don't know if she has identified just yet, but... Uh, he has, I guess, written stories about Rebel's boyfriends in the past, but he recently caught wind that he's been seeing this woman and he was like, I'm gonna write an article about this. He reached out to Rebel and was like, hey, I'm gonna write this article. You have until the end of the week to announce it yourself. Otherwise I'm going to. Come to find out this is like a gay man also. So like, I don't, I don't talk about this topic too much, but I think like, Full transparency, I am very accepting of anybody's sexuality. Uh, I have dated bisexual men in the past. My One of my best friends is bisexual. Uh, I have family who, you know, has different, like, 
identifies differently and I think that's okay. I think what's most important though is that if a person that you are dating or it's a friend, like if they aren't ready to talk about their sexuality or come public about it, especially a public figure like Rebel Wilson, like that's her truth to tell, that's their truth to tell. It's not your place to say anything. If you're somebody that they've opened up to or if you're questioning somebody's sexuality, like it's not your place at all to say anything. Truly, like it's not your place. So I feel really bad for Rebel because I don't know if she was ready to really talk about her relationship yet or even like maybe if they were just more casually dating, like it's not, it's not like we don't deserve any knowledge to know like if it's serious or like, you know, that's her information to tell. So that's my end little rant there. Uh, I think sexuality is a very like, not touchy subject, but it's a very like sensitive subject. I think, again, people have a right to keep their sexuality to themselves or keep it open. And in Rebel's case, this journalist, you know, thought it was his right to expose, you know, air quotes, expose her sexuality. And as a gay man himself, like I would just assume he would have a little more empathy towards a subject like that. He has since taken that article down or maybe his, uh, you know, whatever it's called, like publishing company, maybe they made him take it down, but it's been since replaced with an apology letter from him apologizing uh, and explaining like how what he did was wrong so i don't know i feel like he had to do that to save his own face but he is a gossip column columnist it is his job like i respect the job at the same time have some human decency right uh, as for current faves, uh, this, if you are watching on YouTube, this is one of my current faves right now. It's the Trader Joe's Sparkling Strawberry Juice Beverage. They had this at, can you even see it? Is it focusing? Mm, no. But they had this drink at the checkout stand, and I usually avoid temptation at the checkout stand. You know, like the aisle that has all the goodies. But I was like, dang, that looks really good. It was a really hot day. I imagine putting it in the fridge, pouring it over ice, like a nice juice, a little sparkling juice blend. And I was like, yep, getting it. So I got the drinks. It comes in a pack of four. I don't know if that's worth the bang for your buck, but it's really delicious. And it's my current fave this week. So mwah, chef's kiss, kiss of approval. I love it. So good. Check it out. I think they also had a pineapple flavor. So if you're... I'm more of a strawberry gal myself, so whatever floats your boat. Let me know if you end up trying it. Tag me. Uh, it's really good. I love it. My other current fave, uh, oh, two. Okay, so I took a little trip to Home Goods. You guys know I love my Home Goods stores. I took a trip to Home Goods and I got uh, a new coffee table. And you can't see it, uh, it's like literally right here but it's so cute i've been on the hunt for a coffee table my apartment literally hasn't had one that's why i haven't done like a whole apartment tour yet i just did like a sneak peek because i'm like i need a coffee table it's gonna look ridiculous if i do not have a coffee table but i found this coffee table uh it is glass it's circular trimmed in gold super cute very much like on brand for my apartment and i love it 
Then the other thing I got from Home Goods, I don't, I like my apartment for the most part. Oh God, I'm looking at my hair and the camera. I keep touching it today. If you were watching on YouTube, I am sorry I keep touching my hair. I just like, again, I start my period next week and I feel so ugly and self-conscious and it's so funny because this week is about being a baddie and I just feel like gross and cramping. But uh, anyways, side note, the other thing I got at Home Goods, uh, as I was saying, my apartment for the most part is pretty much done. My bedroom, not so much. My bedroom is like, I have my bed, I have a storage bench for my other like clothes and stuff, and then I have a nightstand, and that's it. Like, I don't have any pictures hung, I don't like, it's a mess. It's like kind of a depressing room right now. But I did get, uh, you know I'm getting old when this is my highlight. I got a new set of sheets for my bed, and I think they're Tommy Hilfiger, but they're like very, they're like, they're called like breathable cool, cooling sheets or something. And I've been sweating so much during the night. And so I, and I, but I still bury myself under the blankets and turn the air conditioning up, but got these new sheets. They're light gray. They're so cool and comforting. I got in my bed last night for the first time after I washed them and it was amazing. Like it felt like a little snug bug in a rug. So love it. It's a little thing these days, guys. Like, it really, it really is. Uh, that just about wraps up my pop culture and current faves. Now we are going to shift into the main portion of this podcast episode, which is don't be a saddie, be a baddie. So recently, I've been feeling sad. <laughs> like, there's no other way to put it. I... I've been battling with like my anxiety and everything like we've talked about that but for some reason like I have all these amazing things happening in my life um, I'm doing social media content full-time I'm dating again I have this beautiful apartment and living on my own I don't have to deal with being on season three uh, I just like I'm in a really good place I love Austin the sun is shining there's literally just like so many things to be grateful for but for some reason I have been dealing with like this wave of summertime sadness like if you listened to Lana Del Rey she sings about summertime sadness and I think that is a very real thing so I've decided I am no longer going to be sad I'm not gonna be a saddie I'm gonna be a baddie okay we're gonna coin that that's our thing uh, we're gonna roll with it. So I gave gave this idea some thought and I wanted to come up with a few ideas about how to shift that mindset and become the best version of yourself this summer. So here are my six ways to transform yourself from a saddie baddie to just a baddie. Starting out with number one, go outside at least once a day and make sure you wear your sunscreen. So getting outside, I've preached this before, it is so helpful. I start out every single day with a morning walk. It is getting really freaking hot <laughs> in Austin, Texas. So I will say that getting outside has been like a bit of a challenge for me lately, but 
get outside, like force yourself to get that vitamin D. It'll make you feel so much better. Like it's crazy how much of an impact it makes. Like it really does. So a few ways you can get outside at least once a day. Do your hot girl walk. You could walk instead of drive to go get coffee or a snack or lunch or whatever. Uh, take your pet on a walk in the morning or especially before it's too hot. Side note, if I see any of you guys walking your dogs in the peak of the day on concrete on the sidewalk, please don't. Like I will pull over and reprimand you for doing that because it is, you can't do that. The test from what I've read about and if you've read differently, DM me, let me know. If you put your hand on the sidewalk, if you can hold your hand down for at least seven seconds without your hand hurting, then your dog's paws are fine. If you can't, if your hand starts hurting after seven seconds, your dog should not be walking. So force your lazy butt to get out of bed early, walk your pup, start out your day better. Uh, do you think I wanna wake up at six and walk my Pomeranian? No, I don't, but that dog has a hold on my heart and I know he needs to get his steps in. So I walk him, I wake up early, I walk him and sometimes I have to take a midday nap, <laughs> okay? Like I'll be honest, like I get tired when I wake up that early, but please like make sure you are being very careful with your pets this summer. The ground gets so hot. So, but you could take them on a walk in the morning before it's too hot. Another option to get outside is to, like this is such a small one, and I don't recommend doing this in the peak of the day because you will die if it's super, super hot. But parking at the other end of the parking lot, like if you're going to Home Goods, park at the end of the parking lot and make yourself walk all the way to the entrance. Like that in itself is a good way just to get a short little walk in. And then the last two ideas have lunch in a park if there is like a park nearby go eat at the park. Like it's honestly so relaxing. Try to not be on your phone. Just like be present, be in the moment and chill. Love doing that. The last one is to read a book or listen to a podcast or listen to my podcast. You could do that too. Uh, outside on your porch or by the pool. So you don't always have to be like physically walking or doing something. Like even if you're just outside breathing in the fresh air, that helps so much. So hang out by the pool, sit on your porch, even if it's for 10 minutes, even if it's for five, like just let yourself get that fresh natural air into your lungs. Uh, step or way number two, is that the one I'm gonna be saying? Way number two, option number two uh, for how to become a baddie, not a saddie, is to plan one social activity a week I, it's really interesting because I feel a lot of people become more of like a hermit during winter. I'm kind of the opposite. I, when it gets too hot outside, I want to close all these blinds, crank my AC up, turn on Outlander, zone out, watch my show, like just chill. Uh, but that can get depressing over time and that can definitely affect your mood and like make you more sad if you are alone too often. So a few options for you. You can meet up with a friend. If you are trying like not to drink as often, uh, you can do any non-drinking related activity too. You can do like, go get your nails done together, go to like a trivia game night, or go get blowouts from Dry Bar. I've been like dying to do that. So any of those things, like 
it can evolve drinking. It can't, it doesn't have to evolve drinking, but just any sort of social activity with a friend is always such a good time. And if you don't have like a big friend group, you can always do happy hour with a coworker at a new restaurant. Tell your coworker like, I've been dying to try out this new restaurant. Would you go with me? You guys can go for happy hour or for your lunch break. Do that, like such a fun idea. The next thing you can do is FaceTime with somebody you haven't seen in a while. You would be surprised like how good it feels to catch up with an old friend. Like I have one friend who I've been like, I'll, I'll give a different example. My cousin, like I haven't talked to her on the phone in so long and like both of our schedules are crazy and I eventually just ended up harassing her. I'm like, girl, what time are you off work? Like call me, let's FaceTime, like let's catch up. We ended up FaceTiming for a half hour, no, almost an hour. And it was so good just to like catch up on her life, have her check in on me and just make it like be a friend for her to talk to and socialize with. So love that. Try to make an effort to reach out to those people you haven't talked to in a while. And it always just like makes your heart feel so full. The last thing you can do for a social activity, let's say like your friends are busy, your family's busy, or maybe you like move to a new city, you don't have like a big group of friends yet. Doing a group fitness class like yoga or Zumba or like even like a sports league, any of those things are so good. Like they'll get your blood pumping, you can socialize with the people before or after the class and maybe even make a new friend out of it. And just doing those things are going to like build up your confidence and make you feel like a baddie. Like you went out, you got out of your comfort zone, you made a friend or you burned some calories and got your uh, adrenaline, what's the word? Adrenaline going? Uh, you know what I mean. But it is such a good way just to overall boost your confidence and make you feel better about yourself. Option number three to make yourself feel like a baddie, not a saddie. Self-care. Uh, I am the queen of preaching self-care. I think it is so important. And I think like a lot of people just preach self-care, like go get your nails done or like go do this. And like, those are all like amazing things to do for self-care. But in regards to like self-care and feeling like a baddie, feeling like the best version of yourself, also, if you don't know what a baddie is, I didn't really explain that, but like a baddie is just like a slang word for like describing a badass version of yourself, like the best version of yourself. When, when you are really feeling yourself, you feel confident, you feel beautiful inside and out, that's a baddie. So in regards to self-care to make yourself feel like a baddie, it doesn't just have, just doesn't just have to be like getting your nails done and stuff. For me, it's like, one really good tip is getting on a sleep schedule. Uh, Danielle, my local friend, Danielle, if she's listening, her and I like always joke about our sleep schedules because I usually wake up lately earlier, six or seven to take Louie out for a walk. But sometimes like eight is usually when I wake up and then I'll go to bed 10 or 11, maybe midnight, like at the very latest. She is literally a vampire and she will go to bed at 6 a.m. and sleep the whole day and she does like gaming and streaming and stuff. So she does that all throughout the night and I'm like, girl, like, yes, that's good. Like, and if that's like a similar schedule to you, like maybe you are a nurse and you work at nights, like 
if your career really like affects your sleep schedule, disregard what I'm going to say. But if you're choosing to stay up super, super late and you're sleeping in late and you, you just feel like off centered, getting us on a good sleep schedule can seriously help center you so much and make you feel a million times better. When I was in like the depth of my depression a little while ago, I was sleeping in till like 11, staying up super late and just felt like I was missing out on the day and I just felt like gross. And since I've changed my schedule and I have been sleeping in and prioritizing sleep, I'm sorry, I have been waking up early and prioritizing my sleep, uh, it's been really good. And like forcing myself to wake up with an alarm. I feel like a lot of us, since we all, most of us work from home now, it's so easy to like not even sleep with an alarm anymore, but sometimes it's good to have that. Also, I recently learned that there are like different settings on your phone. So if you go to set, if you go to health, like the health app that comes on your iPhone, you can go to the sleep section and like turn on like a sleep schedule for yourself. And you can turn on like these unique ringtones to wake you up in the morning. And they're so peaceful. They're like birds chirping and like beautiful light music. It's so much better than that loud alarm that comes with the iPhone. So try that out. I'm gonna be trying it out this week. I'll let you guys know what I think. I'm very excited to try it out. Uh, number four. Oh wait, okay, so back to self-care. The Getting on a sleep schedule is so good for your self-care. The other thing is to allocate time in your day for something you like doing and treat it as if it's a meeting with your boss. I feel like a lot of us, like if there is something we like doing, we're like, oh, it's not, it's not like necessary for me. Like yoga, I mentioned earlier, like I have not been prioritizing going to yoga. But if you treat it like a meeting with your boss, you're not going to skip a meeting with your boss. Therefore, like you should not skip a meeting that you've planned for yourself. So that can be anything from like taking a bubble bath, doing a face mask, meditating, using like one of those apps like Calm or Headspace, or even like going and getting a, a weekly massage or a monthly massage or facial, whatever you can afford or have time for. Forcing yourself to do those things is going to make you feel like the best version of yourself. And it's just something that's really, in my opinion, worth prioritizing. Number four for being a baddie is to treat yourself. Uh, whether that's spicing up your wardrobe. For me, I recently got that uh, pair of Amazon sunglasses and they're the Bottega dupes and I feel like a baddie when I'm wearing these sunglasses. Like I look cool. Am I cool? Not really. But do I look cool with these sunglasses on? Yes, in my opinion. So spicing up your wardrobe, if there's something you've been eyeing for a while, or maybe like a riskier piece of like fashion that you're like, I don't know if I could pull this off. Do it. Buy it. Try it. If you like it, keep it. If you hate it, return it. But treat yourself. Like it will make you feel so good. Like what if you end up loving it? Like this is an item that... Maybe you'll have forever. Uh, number two, wear things that make you feel confident. I feel like that goes hand in hand with the last thing I just mentioned. Also last week's episode where I talked about body confidence and wearing things that make you feel good. Uh, for example, I like, I don't know, like I 
love like my chest. I think I have like a really nice chest. I'll give myself that. And so I like dressing and clothing that makes my yiddies look amazing. Okay. So that's for me. You should do the same thing for yourself too. And when you learn to dress for your body, not for anybody else, like dressing for yourself, that's going to make you feel like a baddie because you're always going to feel good in what you're wearing. Uh, the next thing to treat yourself, this is more of like a personal one for me. It's something I enjoy doing. And whenever I finish doing this thing, I always like feel better about myself. So maybe most won't relate to this, but planning a photo shoot for yourself. Maybe you and your friend go take pictures for Instagram or even just for yourself, but like take some hot ass pictures of yourself and you're going to feel good. Like you're going to post them. You're going to get your likes, your comments. People will tell you how good you look and it's going to make you feel really good. Do I think you need to get all of your, uh, validation from social media? No, definitely not. But if you need like a little boost of love, like take some, like you already are a beautiful person. Like take some beautiful pictures of yourself, post them and get the love that you deserve. Uh, the next thing is to, for treating yourself is take yourself out on a date with intention, whether that's again, a new restaurant you've been dying to try out, or you want to like go paddle boarding or treat yourself even to like ice cream in a movie. Like if you're single like me, sometimes I feel sad and I'm like, well, I don't have a guy. I don't have a guy to take me to go do those things. Or I don't have like a boyfriend to go to the movie with. Like I really want to go see the new Jurassic World movie and none of my friends want to go see it. So I'm going to take myself out on a date this week and I'm going to go see the new Jurassic World movie. And I'm literally so excited. Uh, but that's just a way to like add to your confidence, like treat yourself like a queen. Like if you want to feel like a queen and I don't really love using the word queen because I think that's like a little overdone, but it's true at the end of the day, like you are a badass, you're a baddie, you're a queen and you deserve to like do these things. So Take yourself out on a date with intention and have a good time. It's going to make you feel so good. Number five is to plan a trip. Uh, depending on your time and money like situation, planning a, like a day trip or vacation for yourself is really going to reset yourself. I have not been on a vacation in so long and I have a vacation next month to Cancun and I'm so excited. I am working out to like make myself feel more confident. And again, I've said this once and I'll say it again. Like I'm not working out to necessarily lose weight, but to like tone up my body, make myself feel more confident, improve my mental health. But like even just doing that, like doing like my treadmill every other day, like that is helping me feel like a baddie. Like I feel good. And then once I'm on the trip, you know, again, take those cute pictures, like go lay out in the sun, just enjoy yourself, have a good time. And it's going to make you feel so good. And if like you don't have, like, I will say I haven't been on a vacation in so long because I haven't had like the money to. And another option is to plan a staycation a staycation is when you like plan your own little mini vacation in your hometown. So like you could even stay at a local resort or hotel just for one night, just hang out at the pool there, enjoy yourself, relax, get a fancy cocktail, 
pretend you're in another city, like do the, do the pictures, do the photo shoot, have a good time. Uh, but love that. My last tip for transforming yourself from a saddie to a baddie is one that you probably would be like, what? <laughs> Makes like zero sense. But number six, use a calendar. Okay, use a calendar. Uh, what does that have anything to do with being a baddie? For me personally, I thrive on having things to look forward to. Whether that is like a vacation or a massage or like a date date night with a guy or a date night with a girlfriend. Like having those things physically on a calendar for me to look at and be excited for really like helps motivate me in my every day-to-day -day life. And it just gives you something to look forward to. Hopefully that makes sense. Like, I don't know. For me, it's just like right now, personally, I have not filled out my calendar yet for July. I keep things on my phone, but I have like an actual cal a physical calendar that I write things down and I can see what's going on. And I haven't written anything in July yet. And I feel like I have nothing to look forward to even though I have like a ton of things to look forward to. So invest in like a really good planner or wall calendar and plan out your month. Give yourself those things, like the other things I mentioned previously, like planning a trip or getting a massage, going to happy hour, plan those things out ahead of time and like reflect on how good it makes you feel to have those things to look forward to. Another, a little bonus baddie, tip and this is like completely unrelated to what i just said but i was just thinking about this uh get tan if you are like if you have the ability to tan i don't really tan that well uh go out in the sun get that sun just like that summer glow always you know builds your confidence or you can use tanning any kind of tanning lotion I recently got the Isle of Paradise tanning drops. They're, they're like these little drops and you squirt them into your own lotion that you already have, put it all over your body and it turns you into a bronzed goddess. So that's my little random bonus one for you. But I think that pretty much wraps up this week's episode of My Lips Aren't Sealed. Being like sad, like I think to summarize, like, it's okay to be sad. Like, I'm not saying don't be sad. Like, there are times when, like, you need to sit with those emotions. I'm a Pisces. I'm, like, a very sensitive person. And I think a lot of people are that way, too. They might not just express it as openly as me. But it's okay to be sad. I think that my intention for this episode is more so to teach you that, like, it's okay to be sad, but it's not okay to sit in that sadness for too long otherwise that can turn into depression and that's like something I have dealt with many times throughout my life and so these tips kind of just help you get out of that funk and pull you back into normal life reset your mind give you that confidence back and just like get you out of that you know maybe that little hermit shell that you put yourself in because of your sadness so I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast episode if you enjoyed listening to the things I talked about, please send me a DM on Instagram at Kimberly Cobb or at My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. 
And if you're listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, again, please make sure to rate me five stars. Leave a happy review. If you hated this episode, feel free to not leave any review. Just don't listen again. Don't, don't bring me down. Come on. As for YouTube, make sure to give me that thumbs up and hit the subscribe button so you can get notified when a new video comes out. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I love talking to you guys on this podcast. I hope you enjoy listening as well and that you guys all have a great rest of your weeks. Thanks again for tuning in and we will chat more next week.